Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights he just wants to be heard whether it's the beat of the mic he feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know but no he knows the code it's not about the salary it's all about reality and making some noise making a story making sure his click stays up that means when he puts it down toxic picking it up let's go Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Because he makes a living from Hour three, let's go to the phone Savage What's up? What's up, fellas? How are you, buddy? Doing good Coach, still there? Yep Hey, Coach, real quick On uh, KJ Jefferson Last year his stance was different This year he's more in a track position He's got his left foot forward How do you think his mechanics are In, you know, getting the ball out when you change something like that, you know, we're all creatures of habit. What's your thoughts on that? I'll get off there. Appreciate it. Well, I, I think probably a stance was designed by Enos or, you know, probably more than likely. And, and, uh, and changed probably for a reason. What I see is not that the first stance isn't as important, but his footwork when he's about to throw the pass and in the pocket and being set and being able to throw a pass. I think he's wanted to throw a pass a couple times, but his feet haven't been where he could even get him where he needed him to be to throw the pass. And we've seen what happens when he throws it and his feet aren't set like they're supposed to be. You have to drive your front foot forward at the target you want to hit it at, and he's not doing that a lot of times. But that's not – I don't blame that on the kid. The coach is responsible for finding these things – and making sure they're right and getting them right every week. And it's a constant battle. You have to work on it because what you're asking them to do is turn sideways to a target and then step into the target, especially when there's guys rushing. It's not natural, so you have to practice it all the time. But I think you're right. I think his feet, and I've said that for a long time, or when he has a bad throw, it's because his footwork's messed up. There was a third and 20 late in the game, fourth quarter, and he's under pressure and he takes off like he's going to run, stops, pulls up, throws a jump pass. And he bounced it in about five yards yeah. short. The guy was open. Coach Mark Kelly at Conway did a good job on his YouTube channel showing this. And just it was footwork. If yeah. if he's shuffling his feet, sliding his feet, then he slides into it, makes a throw. That's a huge play on third and twenty to a receiver that's open on on the outside. I thought ultimately, if we make that play, we got the momentum right there because I saw the same thing. That was we get the momentum that might have changed the rest of the game. I mean, you know, hate it's not blaming it on one play, but if we make that play, mm-hmm. we pick up those 20 yards or whatever mm-hmm. now it's a new ball game because there's plenty of time left for us to score we you know but but uh, but the footwork thing i mean it's why carson wentz is not in the nfl anymore he couldn't get his footwork right military mike says we need to spread them out and make the other team guards sideline to sideline why didn't he know change his play calling to meet his players capability coach why didn't he it's a good question but i do like the thought of having a, having a guard sideline to sideline if yeah. you can just throw the ball 40 yards deep, not 50, 60 yards, but 40 yards deep and go sideline to sideline. That's 2,000 square yards. That means if you've got seven guys to point fit and four guys rushing, they've got to guard a 30-yard square. Go try to guard a 30-yard square and mm-hmm. let me run a receiver in there give a quarterback three seconds and see if he can't get open every time on it. Yeah. Uh, little Man Jay says, I don't. I think I agree the Dion thing won't happen. Arkansas burnt that bridge and the excuse of not having experience, everyone knows that was not the case. The foundation and Northwest Arkansas doesn't want anyone with an ego. Okay. I think all of the suggestions that we're making, like Bob Stoops, Urban Meyer, Deion Sanders, none of them are going to happen. No. Well, there's, <laughs> the job's not even open yet, as yeah. far as I know. Um, not sure what we are currently paying current and previous head coaches, says Johnny Sausage. But it'd be nice to pay all that money to one head coach <laughs> that will be able to and willing to win. Willing and able to win, stay and win. The number has got to be close to what a damn good coach would be willing to accept. Well, who are you paying out? Well, Enos, and then if you get rid of Pittman, Pittman. Mm-hmm. I think they're done paying Bielema, right? I would think so. Yeah, they're not paying Bielema. Uh, one other question. Coach Pittman wants to roll the pocket out, get KJ out, and he's talking about the pocket passes, the number. When KJ's rolling out, 
he's not very accurate. How do you fix it? Can you do that? Yeah, that's a footwork thing too. Okay. It, it's all passing is a hundred percent footwork. I could go take you in an hour and train you to be an accurate in-line passer. Now the high-low is a little bit different, but they throw it to one spot vertically. I could get you to do that in an hour. First drive of the now, game when they had the receiver open in the end zone, he threw it low and behind yeah, him on yeah, the run. Yeah, That's, that was foot. you got to take your – when you're on any kind of a rollout out of the pocket, you have to take your last step at your target because the ball weighs a pound. You're, he weighs 240. You, the ball's going to go where your momentum is. So it's simply anytime you're running and throwing, if you drift, the ball drifts with you. If he's drifting right, which he was drifting right of his target, if he will make his whatever step he had to take, his right or his left foot was next, if he steps right at that target, the ball then will go into that line. And that's what he's got to do. And that's what you have to do when you roll out. But you have to practice it a lot because it's not natural. Mizzou Maniac, plenty to crow about for you. What's up? What's up, guys? Hey, I'll, so I want to see if you guys can answer this question for me. Uh, you know, Enos is fired. Uh, obviously, the offense was was in shambles. Why didn't the O line, the, the the small little or the short little O line coach? Why didn't he get fired? Because Cody Kennedy. You, Cody Kennedy. Why didn't he get fired? And and it seems like you know the the O line coach that went to LSU and it was previously at Missouri and was was uh, up there on the hill. I mean, he it seemed like he was really really good. So. I don't understand why Kennedy uh, is not not fired. And then my second question is: I've uh, been hearing a lot of names, uh, Texas State coach uh, Kenny. And do you guys you guys know anything about him? And 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 do you guys have any other names that could potentially be some candidates? Maybe later on down the road next year or whatever. Thank you for the call, sir. Um, Cody Kennedy's name has been talked about a lot. Why hasn't he made the move there? I don't know. Um, to me, Coach Pittman should have got involved in the offensive line issues earlier, and I don't know if that would have made a difference. And then, again, there was a lot of desperation up front. They completely changed their personnel, and then they, at halftime, switched back to what they were doing before. So I don't know if there's any confidence in those I, I don't think, at this point, you could fire a coordinator if you think you've got somebody to call plays, and evidently Pittman thinks Guyton's the guy. That's fine. But he doesn't coach. I mean, he should be coaching the quarterbacks. But it's hard to fire your offensive line coach right now unless Pittman's going to go coach them, which, well, like you said, I think if he would have, we'd be better off right now. But he's got co- head coaching duties. There's a lot to that. But you can't really fire the offensive line coach. And I don't really think it's the offensive line coach's fault any more than it's Enos's fault or whoever's coaching the quarterback or whatever because if he gets the ball out sooner – we're not talking about it as much about the yeah. offensive line. But we see sack and think offensive line. Half the sacks are caused by the quarterback not getting it out. And I'm not blaming KJ or any individual. I'm just saying half the sacks are the, the, the fault of not getting it out soon and who's teaching him that. So that's why that's happened. As far as the guy from Texas State, man, he's got a good-looking, fun-looking offense. He did a really good job at the little school he was at, the FCS school. They ran all the way to the championship game last year. I watched two games that they played. And then he came to Texas State this year. And uh, he's an offensive-minded guy. Brought his quarterback with him. I know a lot about him because Lane Hatcher was at Texas State, and I follow Lane. And he had to leave because that guy was bringing his quarterback with Who him. Who is it? Something Kenny. G.J. Kenny. G.J. Yeah, G.J. Kenny. That's the Auburn quarterback went there because that's where Malik Hornsby went. He lost a job. The Auburn. Uh, T.J. Finley. Right? T.J. Yeah, Finley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got a kind of a fun mm. offense. It's a cool offense. He throws it around, makes you guard the whole field. And he believes in throwing the ball first and and uh, uh, opening that up for the run. And he's done a good job. And last year he was really fun to watch at FCS. He was at South Dakota State or where was he? No, no. it was a Texas school. Was it Sam Houston? No, no. So he wasn't in a championship game last year, though. I think I thought he was. Well, South Dakota maybe State, he's in North the semi. State maybe he lost year. in the semis. Okay, could be. We're not still paying Chad Morris. Oh, I don't know about him. Got me. Today's entertainment report is brought to you by Bell and Sword Gentlemen's Clothing in Conway. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram or stop by Bell and Sword's new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street. Uh, do not like this idea. United Airlines is making what media outlets are painting as a big change to the boarding process. I think it's relatively big. Passengers with window seats will board first. Well, after first class and business class and all that. Mm-hmm. Then they'll board middle. Then they'll board aisle. So if you and I and Coach are riding together, mm-hmm. I'll go sit in my window seat. Mm-hmm. Then he'll come on and sit in his middle seat, and then you'll be on the aisle last. What if you're traveling with a group? That doesn't make any sense at all. 
That's idiotic, and I don't know why they would do that. I think it's a stupid idea. He's just orderly getting in the plane. Because I've been there waiting on the aisle, you know, to try to get in, and the person in front of me is sitting at the window, and then this person has to get up and then stand up, and then the middle person has to get up, and then you slide in. What if you're traveling with your wife and daughter? Then I think you should be able to go... What A better way to do it is just go row by row, seat by seat. That's how you should... This is dumb. I don't understand why they put... I don't understand why they put first class in first. I mean, basically, row one, A, B, C, D, should line up and go first. Then row two, row three, row four. No. And then if you're... Window, row, you go first. Row you sit 35 down, should middle, go first. Then the and it doesn't need to be quite that anal about mm-hmm. it. But, I mean, row 30... I don't know why they don't board the back of the plane back first. Back of the first, yeah. Doesn't mean, that, that's do. what makes sense. Yeah. No, you're exactly right there. I don't get it. Anyway, I think that's a dumb but idea. But then you have to have people on time ready to board the plane. Well, if you're not there, you just get in when you get in. But, I mean, I think ideally, I don't understand why we all have to walk by the first first class people. It does, And I've, if, even if I'm in first class, like even if I got a free drink wait, I mean, like, I'm not that eager to go sit on the plane for the whole time. And you're on I the watch aisle. all the uh, great unwashed walk by me while I'm, I'm already boarded. Yeah. in the shoulder. That's annoying. Bags hitting you. That's stupid. I'd want to get on last. Thank you. I like getting can on I, the plane last. Can I say incarnate word is where he was. You can say it. Yeah. And he coached with the – he was in 2018, he was an analyst at Arkansas. Hmm. Didn't know that. Under Morris. 2018, he was huh. in, They, um – they went from nothing to something in a pretty short amount of time. They were an absolutely awful. Incarnate word? Yes. They were horrific several years ago, and they bounced back and became a power um, pretty quickly. I think they're a top five team now. Uh, Mick Jagger's in the news, and it's interesting. I went to see Lucas Nelson last night, as I told you guys, and he's in his late 30s. I don't know how old Willie is, but he's pretty old. Willie's 80, right? Uh, yeah, sure. So we were David and I were talking. He's like, "Well, he's got to have a." I was like, "Well, these guys. I mean, apparently singers have a lot of downtime. They make a lot of kids, even when they're old." <laughs> so Mick Jagger's been talking about parenting. He says you get a little bit out of practice. It's not like riding a bike. He's got a six-year-old son named Devro. He's also got a fifty-two-year-old daughter, and a fifty-two-year-old, another fifty-two-year-old daughter with a different woman. Man, Mick. Oh. Dirty dog, you. 39-year-old daughter, 31, 38, 25, 24, and 6. I mean, <laughs> he says, the more children you have, the more laissez-faire you get about them, to be honest. And it depends on the child. They have their own personalities, and you can mold them to a certain extent. But you see their likes and dislikes and encourage them to do things they gravitate towards. I'm like, dude, I want to have a kid when I'm 73, man. Vasectomy, anybody? I just can you imagine changing a diaper at seventy three? And change diapers, bud. Nanny. <laughs> okay. I'm just you know I'm talking about our world. Well, you know, De Niro's an old man with a young kid too. Mm-hmm. And he's in the new movie that uh Scorsese put out, Killers of the Flower Moon. Christian, did you ever go see that? No, I'm going to though. Okay. Definitely going to. Um apparently <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio did a lot of uh ad living. During a chat with The Telegraph, Scorsese admitted he was a bit incensed by DiCaprio's interest in imp- improvisation. And he said he described it as endless, endless, endless. <laughs> and apparently De Niro didn't like it either. Scorsese said every now and then Bob and I would look at each other and roll our eyes a little bit. And then we'd tell him, y- you don't need that dialogue. You know, Robert kind of put him on with Scorsese. Because Robert acted with, him, with uh, young Leo in a movie in the early 90s. Mm. And he told Scorsese, he's like, you need to get this guy. DiCaprio apparently ad-libbed I'm King of the World from Titanic. And De Niro ad-libbed You Talking to Me in Taxi, <laughs> Taxi Driver. Driver. Yeah. So they've had some success, but apparently it was a bit much. Uh, this week at the box office, in case you're interested, Five Nights at Freddy's, which is a horror movie, right? Or a thriller, at least. Yeah. Horror movie? Horror movie, I'd say. PG-13, After Death, another PG-13 movie, and a movie called Freelance is an R-rated film that's out this week. There's also an annual Halloween uh, week showing of the Rocky Horror Picture Show over here at the Riverdale 10, in case you're interested. And The Nightmare Before Christmas, the 35th anniversary reissue, is out. The Nightmare Before Christmas. The the Tim Burton? 35 years ago? Hmm. That can't be right. Yeah, sounds right. No... 35th? I guess I took a high school date. I thought I took a college date to that movie. I guess I took a high school date to it. 88, I guess. Uh, Shares in the news today. 
She says, sometimes I'm talking to my boyfriend and he has no idea what I'm talking about. You know why? Because she's 77 and he's 37. Mm. Yeah. She said, uh, she goes, do you know, she goes, I don't know, who Clark Gable is? And somebody said, yes, of course. She goes, but most of my references will look at me and go, I wasn't born yet. (laughs) I hate to talk about how happy I am, but we have a great time together, she says. We can talk about music. We talk about everything. She's 77? And he's 30. No, she is, what I say? I thought she said 37. Yeah. She's 74 and he's 37. She is 77 and he is 37. Yeah, 40 years difference. Uh, Seems like a lot. That does seem like a lot. Uh, Shaft star Richard Roundtree dead after a battle with cancer at 81. Best known for playing John Shaft in the original movie franchise. Regarded as the first black action hero in Hollywood. Also starred in the 1973 Shaft TV series. And then he was, of course, in the movie with Samuel L. Jackson in 2000 when it was remade. So, R.I.P. Shaft. Oh, Christian, you're going to be so happy to hear this. You know I was when I saw this this morning. This is just great, great news. And I'm going to leave all the tickets for you guys. I just want you to know that. Hart is going back on tour, baby. First time since 2019, New Year's Eve in Seattle. Oh, yeah. They're going to ring the new year at the Climate Pledge Arena on New Year's Eve with uh, Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin Evening. I don't know. It's John Bonham's kid. There you go. I think you missed the point of the, the, the biggest part of that. Yeah. There's an arena called Climate that's, Pledge. That's the arena that the Kraken play in. The Kraken. Climate Pledge. Yep. That's a Seattle thing. Yeah. And that'll that'll be where the uh, the NBA team plays, most likely. <clears throat> Feeling good about that? It'll happen. Have you seen Cliff or Susan? I have not. Not yet. Okay. Well, they're not really late yet. But I thought if they were here, we'd take a break early. Um, I'll do one more story here real quick. Uh, I heard David talking about this this morning. Uh, the Rock has got a wax figure in a Paris museum, and apparently there's been so much ridicule on social media about it that they're going to change it up. It's basically the French equivalent of Madame Tussauds. They depicted the Fast and Furious star and former champion in the WWE wearing a blue polo and slacks with his arms folded and a slight smirk on his face. Critics mocked several aspects, especially the skin tone, which many described as noticeably lighter than Johnson's. They say me so Okay. <laughs> I don't like his it, outfit either. It does not look like He looks like, like Mr. Him. Clean a little bit. I don't know how they do those anyway, but... I'm bringing this thing up to look at it. All right, let's give some tickets away, shall we? Blues Traveler today. Okay, Blues Traveler it is. You want to go to Blues Traveler? It's November 17th at Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort. 661-1037. 661-1037. It is John Popper and the band. In the event center that at Oaklawn. Statue's not bad. Statue's not bad. Look at that. Doesn't look like him. Other than that, it's fine. That looks like him. The shirt is stupid. His face doesn't look like that. And yeah, he's very light skinned. I mean, I built a lot of wax figures in my day, Coach. That's pretty lame. Birthday trivia in the zone is brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill, take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. It's Elia's in Morrillton. Rusty, you're with Christian Matt. You're with Coach Kelly. This woman is celebrating today. She doesn't have to work anymore because she sold her catalog. Do you ever oh, Katie Perry. Katie Perry, it is Christian. Wes, how old's Katie Perry today? 39. Bingo, bango, Bang. Wes. Very impressive. It's Hall of Fame NBA basketball this Hall of Fame college basketball coach started out at humble Cuyahoga Falls High School. Sounds familiar. Then he coached at Army. Bob and Knight. Mike Robert Montgomery Knight is how old today, Christian? Bob Knight is... You didn't know that? Yeah. Oh. He's 
87. Hmm. I was thinking he will. Is Bob Knight still alive? Yeah. Because I knew he was struggling a little bit. 85. Old. 84. Three. Hall of Fame pitcher. Randy Johnson. Attended the Ohio Dominican College. Eight-time All-Star. Greg Maddox. World Series champion in 2004. Hmm. He won the Cy Young Award three times. And Roger he has Clemens? one old man... Pedro Martinez. Coach Zimmer. Tossed to the ground to his credit as well. It is Pedro Martinez. You'll miss the high school he went to. Dominican. Yeah. How was Pedro Martinez today, Coach? Pretty good analyst, I think. I like him. Mm. 82. 53. I didn't appreciate him tossing old Don Zimmer to the ground, but Don did kind of get in his face. 52. 52. Wow, Wes is on fire today, guys. Better get a fire extinguisher in here. I was going to say 53. Coach took my answer. The best I've ever done. This guy is, um, he finished one win shy of 300 in his career. Well, that sucks. Charismatics. As an athlete. Uh, he is basically the collegiate equivalent of Coach Kelly, but in wrestling instead of football. Pat Smith? Pat Smith. No, his brother, John Smith. 15 national oh, championships. Oh, he was, was, was at Iowa. Uh, he wrestled at Iowa State, but he's a traitor, so he went to Iowa coach. He coached at Iowa, won gold medals in the 21 Olympics. Big Ten titles. I know his name. You should know him. He's the most, about the most successful coach in the history of collegiate athletics outside of John I've met McDonald. the guy. Yeah. God. Happy birthday, Dan Gable. Dan Gable. I knew it was a G. I was like, kept thinking green. He's 75 today, but nobody around here cares. I care. I'd like to see you wrestle him. I wouldn't. At 75. Oh, that guy would kill me. <laughs> um, this woman is a singer, allegedly. Uh, she's also, also married Gomez. to a quarterback who is beyond his prime. Oh, Sierra. Sierra is exactly right, Christian. I thought you said that. No. I thought you, you said beyond his prime. You don't think Russell Wilson's beyond his prime? Just getting into it. I you think he last week. He blows, coach. Yeah, I think <laughs> he's going to be. He's like playing his way out of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's tough to do too. Wes, how old is uh how old is Sierra today? Thirty five. No, Christian. Sierra, she is she's older than Russell. I'll go thirty nine. Yeah, no. Thirty six. Thirty eight. Gosh. Is it gonna go one below him or one this above? This guy's a funny actor. He was in Hot Tub Time Machine, Pineapple Express, among others. Um, He's also a musician. Craig Robinson? Yeah, Craig Robinson, Christian. Very good. How old is he? All right, Craig Robinson. He I too. I haven't seems... seen him anything in a while. He I know, is, I like him. Um, 48. Mm-hmm. 45. You don't know who that is, do you? Nah. No. 40s. Have you ever seen Pineapple Express? No. No, it's a good movie. You should watch it. You ever seen Hot Tub Time Machine? Yes. Yes. He's in that. So He's one of the actors in there. What'd you say? How should I describe him? He's he's the only black actor in the movie. <laughs> Other than that, how could I describe him? Yeah. He's the funniest guy yeah. in the movie? How about that? How um, did you say? I said 48. 49. He's 52. Did I get to guess? 52. You went 46. I did? Yeah. We should give you two guesses every time. Craig Robinson, he was in The Office. Oh, That's what office. you should have yeah. said. Daryl Philbin in The Office, yes. Sorry, uh, I forgot about that. Um, you know Clark Duke's like my wife's cousin? Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, Clark Duke. He's been on the show before. You want to see Craig Robinson or Clark yeah. Duke? I love... Um, oh, yeah. Okay. He's I love Pizza yeah. Hut commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I loved Clark Duke in, Pine- in, uh, in Hot Tub Time Machine. However, the movie that he was on promoting, was yeah, it called Arkansas? It was, it was bad, yeah. It wasn't quite yeah up to that standard. Yeah, but it was he's kind of dark and weird. Yeah, it was dark yeah. and weird. Uh, it's also James Carville's uh, birthday, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, Wes, happy happy, uh, happy win there. Lyle, enjoy your tickets to go see Blues Traveler. The Hook brings you back. Lyle, The Hook brings you back. We're going to talk some music on the other side, and i got a what-the-hell segment before we get out of here. 6.5. What are you doing? 
I'm going to tell you about True Service Community Federal Credit Union. I'd love to hear about it. Well, if you're paying over 8% interest on your auto loan, you need to stop right now and call True Service Community Federal Credit Union. They may be able to lower your rate and your payment. They're saving, on the average, $2,500 in interest on auto loans. You can also improve or upgrade your home with the True Service Home Equity Loan. Get a new pool, new flooring, maybe a custom shower or a kitchen remodel. And check out the lowest interest rate in the nation with a True Service Visa Platinum Card. They offer balance transfers with no fees, no over-limit fees, and no annual fees. It's easy to become a member, not like the old days where you had to be grandfathered in. Three locations. In Little Rock, they're next to the Butcher Shop. In North Little Rock, they're on JFK, and they're also on the campus of Hendricks College. You can apply online at trueservice.net. Get pre-approved today. Listen to The Zone every Tuesday for Clint Kong. Brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, Farm Brothers Flying Service has been providing crop dusting services to the farmers in southeast Arkansas. And they can help you too. Call 870-263-1300. This is Sports Center. The 2023 Major League Baseball World Series is set as the Diamondbacks beat the Phillies 4-2 in Game 7 of the NLCS to move on to face the Rangers. Cattell Marte was named NLCS MVP as he had 387 in the series. Marte also has the longest hit streak to start a postseason career in MLB history as he's recorded a hit in his first 16 postseason games. This will be Arizona's second World Series in franchise history, the first being when they won in 2001. That series will start on Friday. And in college football news this morning, the Army Black Knights are moving to the American Athletic Conference as a football only members starting next season. Their move to the AAC means there's only three teams left that are independents in college football. Notre Dame, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Quality Outdoor Products in Alexander is your metal roofing superstore. 40-year warranty colors are available at only $289 a foot. 20-year colors are $259 and Gavalume runs $249 a foot. A variety of seconds and overruns are currently available at $1.95 a foot. Come buy Quality Outdoor Products in Alexander right next to the I-30 Speedway. Stop by the lot, call them at 501-455-0240 or check out their website, qualityoutdoor.net. The end of the year is near, and Guatney is pulling out all the stops to remain Pulaski County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Big pre-owned inventory, and even bigger discounts on new Buicks and GMCs. Even with manufacturer price increases. Guatney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is selling new 2024 models at 2023 prices. You've seen the news. The time to trade is now. Before the current auto industry climate skyrockets used prices and all new inventories depleted. Don't wait. Call Guatney. Five It's the end of the year blowout. Only at Guadney, Buick, GMC, and North Little Rock. Interest rates as low as 0.9%. And get new and pre-owned vehicles with no payments for the rest of the year. Stop by Guadney, Buick, GMC, and register to win a new Hummer. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Pickup truck, sports car, motor Motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Mamel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Akbury and Wes Moore.
up the six string, crank it up loud. Hands up in the air, let it all hang out. Just a little dive that you never heard of, but it's what I love. And I'll just keep chasing that knee on the knee on the stage I wanna be on. Shoot us to the sky, getting high like Elon. Make a little noise at the end of the week. Trying to keep up with these neon dreams. There ain't nothing better than the feeling that you get. All right. Because of time constraints, we can't play the whole song, but that is Neon Dreams by Cliff and Susan Prowse, who are joining us in the studio today, and uh, I am very impressed by how good they look. I mean, not that they don't normally look good, but they were playing at the piano bar late last night, I can tell you. I went to check and make sure they were there <laughs> at work, Wes, and uh, they you were doing a... just checked in on them. Yeah, they were doing yeah. a fine left. job. They were doing a fine job. Uh, yeah, I left before they did, so I was really impressed by how good they looked. They looked, uh, they looked uh, fit as... Fit as a fiddle this morning, so oh, thank you. Um, I appreciate the fiddle reference. Yes, appreciate you playing <laughs> it last night. It was very entertaining. So this is uh, a new song, part of a new album, which drops Friday. Friday. Mm-hmm. It's Friday. Yeah, yep. we're excited. Our, our album's titled Fiddle and Keys, and uh, but that song they just heard was called Neon Dreams. We dropped it about 18 days ago. And okay, it's getting some good momentum. Yeah. yeah, tell me about that. You guys are getting interest all over the world. Yeah, we've had yeah, for us. This is uh, our some of our first music as a, an original duo. Everybody knows us with our high energy shows at Oaklawn and Willie D's and Caribbean Santa Barbara, whatever. But right. um, we it's taken us t- seven years since we've known each other to really find our sound as a country music duo. And the timing was right, and we're releasing the album on Friday. We've released some songs prior to this, but Neon Dreams has taken off. We made the top ten UK country music Apple charts, and we have over thirteen thousand listens on Spotify, which is good for us. Yeah. And yeah. so we're just excited about the momentum we've got right now. And so you guys know so many cover songs and you played so many cover songs for so long how do you find time or what was the process and and put an album together uh well you know uh, yeah (laughs) on the road um i mean we i write all the time you know get get little ideas here and there and uh somehow you know while she's slaving away at the computer (laughs) i'll i'll go back and you know, just isolate myself so I can write a song. Yeah, we've got our own studio, and he produced. He actually all the instruments on that song he played. So we single track recorded our own in our own studio. <laughs> yeah. So he plays like eleven instruments, and I that's something I always brag about because that album. When you hear the album, most of the instruments are done by him. Now, of course, I'm on keys. But, right. What all's you know. in there? Uh, you've got bass, guitars, uh, acoustic guitars, fiddle. electric solo, fiddle, keys, drums, obviously, um, and then just vocals. Yeah. So when you play that live, what are you playing? I'm playing guitar. So with our band, <laughs> good with, question. With our band, <laughs> we got to find a band that, that can do that what he did thing. in the studio. When, <laughs> when we first started doing uh, a lot of these songs, we didn't have a band. We've we've just now performed with our uh, band as an original act. Uh, this past weekend, Arkadelphia Festival of the Arts and Cabot Fest, it went amazing. And uh, so we have a drummer, a guitarist, and a bass player with us. And she's on keys, and I'm also on guitar or fiddle. He switches so. between fiddle and guitar. So, yeah, sometimes yeah. he plays them both at the same time. He does, actually. actually. <laughs> so you, and one of the things that's amazing to me about you, Cliff, is obviously you're an incredibly talented musician, but you just learned recently, relatively recently, how to play piano too. Yeah, and I've, now he's I've a piano player at Willie D's. At, yeah, at being a player, player at Willie D's. So. <laughs> So what, I mean, what you've already, I guess you just got bored and you're like, I know how to play everything else. I might as well. Uh, it's out of necessity, really. You know, we, we just really needed some players and she was like, why don't you freaking learn how to play piano already? I mean, <laughs> we need some, need some other players around here when someone gets sick. So Tuesdays, Thursdays, I've even played Fridays and Saturdays and, uh, Worked up my own bits and all the, the things that they do there. So it's, it's been a lot of fun learning that and challenging myself yeah. to do something I'm not I'm not good at. <laughs> you couldn't tell. I was impressed. I was blown away by your beer. Because well, I think you mentioned last night that he was still relatively new at that. Mm-hmm. It was remarkably good, I thought, last night. But uh, how would you compare that to learning other instruments? You know, piano is pretty easy to get started on, uh, just just for the fact that it's liter- it's really all laid out in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't hurt your fingers to play, you know, like when you're playing guitar, you know, you, you got to contort your fingers or hands but it's, re- it's really yeah you get calluses it's it's kind of like a little bit painful at yeah. first when you start mm-hmm. so there's not that you know ent- entry to barrier to entry on learning piano and it's you know after those 12 notes it's just the same 12 notes you know it's and so you kind of start finding your way around but really what the thing is 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 the actual piano bar element and getting that right and being able to do this and sing and connect with the crowd and be entertaining 
and you know do that part. That's the part that's challenging because you have to be comfortable enough on the piano to be able to not think about what you're doing and just really focus on the show. Mm-hmm. So that's what's been challenging for me because it's super easy for me on guitar because I'm so comfortable. I don't pay attention to what I'm doing at all on guitar anymore. Right. I'm when we're at Oakland or Willie D's. If I'm playing guitar, I'm watching people. I'm just I'm entertained by what I'm seeing out or there because I'm not <laughs> worrying about. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a it's been a fun challenge. Did you compose and write all the music? Uh, I did, yeah. So uh, there are two I, songs I, on there that we did not that are uh, I brought over from a, a former project in Nashville. Oh, I, I didn't know if you just meant Neon Dreams oh, or no. on the album oh, entirely. All the yeah. album, I mean. uh, all, yeah, all the albums. So yes, with the exception of two songs that uh, she brought from her uh, recordings in Nashville uh, that seemed to fit with what we were doing. Um, yeah, all of the arrangement, composition, and most of the instrumentation. There's four songs that I had uh, a couple drummer friends uh, play on. Cliff but Aaron other than and that, Stephen Bailey did yeah, some drums yeah. for us, yeah. So other than that, yeah, I did I mean, all the instrumentation. All those cool bass licks you hear, that was him. Everything, like, he's he's just... Well, and Susan obviously did some key parts, yeah, so... Yeah. <laughs> What's, uh, is it different performing your own music versus performing someone else's when you're covering somebody? I think it's... It, it is because there, people aren't recognizing your songs. It's so much easier to play a song people know and you get them involved. But as people are learning to hear our songs and getting it out there, that's going to be helpful. But we wrote for the ability to perform high energy like people know we do. So mm-hmm. even if you don't know the song, you're going to be entertained. You know, right. that's kind of where well, we think, were with Well, I think, you know, with, with that coming from the piano bar and playing these top 40 covers all the time, the way... Uh, uh, she and I write are very much so the very hooky Mm-hmm. Is what I we call it. We want you, you know. to sing along, dance. So by the the by hook the, brings them back. We were just singing that from Blues Traveler. That's, yeah. that's the whole point of that song. Yeah. By the first chorus, hopefully you're kind of getting it. By the second chorus and by the third chorus, you're singing along. You yeah. Know? And uh, it's it's really cool. We were at a wedding, uh, playing a, a wedding week. just uh, last week, and uh, they they knew every word to the song "Driving Me Crazy" that's we on that like, album. What? And, that, that's and really cool to have just, that happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's very rewarding playing your own music and knowing that. It's bringing joy to people, and they're singing along, and they're dancing, and having a good time. And and when you start introducing a new song, and they start singing along to it, you're like, yes, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Cliff and Susan Prowse joining us here in the studio. They are headed to Oaklawn this weekend. It's their final go round before they come back to do the whole run during racing season. No pun intended. But you guys are next headed to, and then you got an event on Saturday, I guess, right? Your double duty, you sit on Saturday. Yeah, so people can find us at Oakland this Friday, Saturday from 9 to 1. But if you're in Little Rock on Saturday from 2 to 5.30, we're going to be pulling a double. We're going to be over at Chili Fights in the Heights. Okay. And so we'll be doing that. And then we head to the Caribbean on Sunday. We've got our yearly 12 years now of performing at the Red Piano on the island of St. Martin, six shows a week for a month. We come back and few shows between now and then but december 9 is our first kickoff residency nine years now of oakland shows every friday saturday how often do you guys have arkansans come up to you when you guys are down in st martin we do actually and yep. some come now to see it so if you guys are I'm planning on it like i lit- i'll rattle this off susan irwin.com forward slash sxm Irwin with an E. That's where you go, and we've literally planned out your whole vacation for you. Like we, it's like this is how you come see us. And yeah, we're basically your tour guides, Airbnbs, <laughs> and everything that you'd need to know about resorts, coming to the yeah. island. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're an Airbnb or a resort kind of person, yeah. some people want to have the all-inclusive stay. So, does you guys? There's a. Is it the Dutch side? The other side? Yeah, the we're, Dutch we're side on the Dutch is what side. We're on. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the other side is French. French. Okay. Do you all go back and forth? Some? Yeah. Is yeah. There, are they a lot different? Yeah. I mean, they're they're different a little bit in culture. I mean, you'll hear more French, you know, being spoken um, on the French side. Oui. Dutch is feels more American to me as far as that goes. Um, prices are a little bit steeper on the French side, uh, yeah. so there's a little bit of that. The food's but, better. Okay. <laughs> Food's better, but it's more expensive. Interesting. Yeah. And then, the, how does the Santa Barbara run come together? That's something you've been doing for how they, many years? Uh, since they've been open, so I think six, six or years. Seven. Oh, same um, owners. It's the same yeah. owners. Okay. And and the same agent. So that when I was performing in Vegas and doing all that, I found an agent back then who said, "Why don't you try your hand at a solo show?" Because I was doing dueling pianos, and you guys probably remember. If you've been to Vegas, you've probably seen a dueling piano show. Oh yeah. I was, that's what I was doing, and then he offered me the chance to go to the Caribbean. He was like, would you like to go play at the, on the Caribbean? I was young and single, and I was like, heck yeah, I want to do that. And so that started what is now 10, or 12 years with solo piano bars that have taken me to Amsterdam, Norway, Cliffstone, those with me as well, um, Spain, Germany. So internationally, that's kind of put my ability to not only do that cover show that you see in a dueling piano bar, but make it my own, me behind the piano, which is what started 
at nine years ago at, yeah. at Oakland. And now transpired into our duo show. Yeah, yeah. Does anybody let, do they, do they let you? I shouldn't say it that way, but do, do you guys have opportunities to play your own music when yeah. you're in St. Martin? Of course. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. And now that they're getting to hear them more, and people want to hear it. They really do. And yeah. we've kind of been shy to play our own stuff because we're like, we don't want to lose the crowd. You know, like, right. you may not know or like this song, you know, but well, now we're like. Well, I think we've like, slowly learned that we're, we're, it's not losing the crowd. We, I think they actually like our music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good. That's cool. It's working out. So what's the best way for people? Just normal uh, streaming? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everywhere you, you music. Yeah, everywhere you listen to music, just type in Cliff and Susan. You can use the ampersand Cliff and Susan. Um, and then cliffandsusan.live is our website. Go follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We're very active on all of those. Twitter, X, whatever. Yeah, so again, this Friday. <laughs> we still don't call it that. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you guys are, uh, you'll be killing it in Pops again when the live racing season starts? We cannot starts. wait. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's going to be, be great. And it's every weekend? I tell people, if you are at the races on a Friday and Saturday, we are there. Just go over there from 4 to 8. So the races end around 5 o'clock on the weekends. Just come into the casino. We're there. We're rocking until 8 o'clock. Yeah, and a little fun thing. You know, she started uh, Oakland as the Pink Piano lady. Right, pink remember piano that. Show. So they, they actually have, even though we've kind of strayed away from the Pink Piano thing, uh, they have a Pink Piano drink that yeah. you can get now. Yeah, that's fun. That they yeah, introduced they made a, last named a year, drink so. after it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, well, it won't be long. Maybe we put you over in the event center if you guys play your originals. Heck yeah. I say yeah. opener acts, sign us up. Anybody yeah. who needs a good high energy opener, we're ready for that for sure. We want a headline as well, but you know, yeah. that's, that's kind of like the next step, I think, for us. But you all still play private events when you have time? Heck yeah. yeah and of that, course. that really, that's a lot of our that, bread and butter. Yeah, that yeah. fills out a lot of our calendar mm-hmm. um, yeah. between everything else that we do. Conferences, yeah. especially during the week, you know, gotcha. those, are, those are good contracts for us. What's your favorite gig? Mm Outside of Little Rock, I mean, outside, outside I, of Little Rock, I, I'm gonna have to say Santa Barbara. I, I'd, yeah. I'd yeah. probably agree. Yeah. And and it's it's really neck and neck with that in the Caribbean, but uh, Santa Barbara, the weather, just everything. It's just I don't know. I love I love that venue. It's and, great. Yeah. It's it's super easy. You know, we just walk up with our microphone and plug in and go. Plug in and yeah, go. Yeah, that's easy. Not, not, we, here we have to set up our show the whole time. And, and the owners take Oakland, so. the owners take care of y'all as far as uh, accommodations. Yeah, they yeah. put us up in a cool little apartment and they give us a, a car to drive around the island and it's like you know, pretty cush gig. I mean, it, it's nice. So we really Great. try to keep that in our rotation. You know, J- July's in Santa Barbara and November's in, in in the Caribbean and then otherwise we're doing Oakland and then we sprinkle in you know all the events in between. So last thing I want to ask you about, I just saw a cute clip today. I think it was. I can't remember who it was. It may have been. It was um. Who's the country singer? Shania Twain. Yeah. And this little girl had come up on stage with her when she was a kid, and she sang along with her. And then she just came back to another show like 20 years later, mm-hmm. and the girl's an opera singer now. And obviously, she was inspired by chills. being at, yeah <laughs> by being so at cool. that show when she was a kid. Have you had anybody that's been inspired by what y'all do? I mean, because obviously you look like you're having a blast. I hope you guys are having as much fun as you seem like you are. But have you anybody say, you know what, I really would like to, to do that? Well, fun fun that you act asked that because we started what is the Entertainers Academy. And if you go to entertainersacademy.com, you can find we teach now what we do. We're like, this is how you do it. And I literally have courses and modules and things for anywhere from a beginner or anyone who wants a singing guitar player or a singing pianist can come in and we'll show you the ropes and show you how to do what we're doing and, and we'd love to share it with others. Is there a great need for people that do what you do? I mean nationally? Yeah, I mean absolutely. I know it's a popular thing but well, is it, are there shortages? Venues, venues in small towns all the way to big towns have paying opportunities. Venues need entertainment so being a good entertainer is important and when you nail that then you've got opportunities. When so. for the, I mean we want to keep those venues open for When we want to go so, play. Yeah. So right. all, everybody wins. <laughs> okay well listen good luck with the uh, new music. Sounds like you're off to a great start. Safe travels to y'all. Thank and, uh, you so much for having us. Yeah, if I don't you. see you in St. Martin, Always which a joy to be I, I hope on. I can. Yeah. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll definitely see you at Oakland here Surprise soon. Surprise us. Show up. I'd love to. It'd be <laughs> great fun. Uh, appreciate y'all. 1249, got to hit a break. Speaking of Oakland, again, you can get down there. You don't have to just go when Cliff and Susan are there, although it's more fun when they are. Um, you can go down there and catch them this weekend, or you can see them again soon when racing season starts. It'll be here before you know it. And, of course, uh, get the sports book open, oaklandsports.com, if you want to set yourself up or you can get the app and put it on your iPhone or your Android and you can wager on whatever you're into. This week they've got some live music down there too in the event center. Marcus King is playing this week and then Blues Traveler. We gave away some tickets earlier. The Hook brings you back November 17th. Martina McBride in November as well. Brett Michaels is in December. The former lead singer of Poison who I think sold out his show last time he was here. So he's been a popular draw for them as well. But anyway, all the information about the casino is at oaklawn.com. You can book your room, and you can find out more about uh, the spa, restaurants, all the fun things to do. You know where it is. It's Oaklawn. Go by and see him.
The Arkansas Outdoor Expo is coming to Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock, October 27th through 29th. Tour over 50 fully staged RVs and take advantage of special RV expo pricing on the top RV floor plans. We'll have RVs starting at less than $5 a day. Food and entertainment, plus a chance to win an RV as part of the ultimate RV giveaway. Learn more at CampingWorld.com slash Arkansas Expo. See dealer for details and disclaimers. How important is price when buying tires? Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. If you are on the job day in and day out, you know living with pain in your knees, hips, back, or shoulders is miserable. The good news, QC Kinetics gets it. They understand guys like you. They don't have the luxury of taking time off. They want to keep working. We are built for those guys that want to keep working and want to stay active. So the vast majority of who we see are the blue-collar guys like me and you. QC Kinetics uses biologic therapies, just like pro athletes have used for years, to get you lasting pain relief with no surgery. I want you to continue working. I want you to continue exercising. The joints are made to be moved. The treatments at QC Kinetics are fast and non-invasive. It's not a lot of time commitment on your part. There is no downtime or recovery time. You don't need short-term disability with what we do. We want to keep you active. Call QC Kinetics now to set up your free no-obligation consultation. Learn how you can get real pain relief and stay on the job. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important, and they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is orange chicken for only $7.49 per pound, paired with vegetable fried rice for just $4.99 per pound. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Hunting season has arrived in Arkansas. Alcoa Community FCU has the perfect loan to cover all your hunting adventures. Whether hunting the natural state and looking for a new travel trailer or going on an expedition. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union will help get you there with the perfect loan. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union, now serving Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. Can't get enough of us on the radio? Follow us on Twitter at JustinAquery7, at Wes underscore more, and at CWeaver1037. Don't need tomorrow. All right, welcome back. 1253. We're going to try to run out to Guatney and see if we can find James. I know, I think he was off yesterday, so we didn't get a chance to talk to him, see if we can get a hold of him today. My uh, Asher Record Life and Feedback is acting up, so I can't seem to get anything on huh. there. What do you got going on? 1993. That's the 30th anniversary of the Nightmare Before Solutions. Christmas. Excellent. Southern Structural Solutions text line offerings, yes? Uh, simple. If you're traveling with a group, boarding a plane, remember this conversation? Yes, we were talking about United. If you missed it earlier, uh, they want to board all the window seats, then all the middle seats, then all the aisle seats. Dumb. It's simple. If you're traveling with a group, you all wait until the aisle seats set walking together and all three set down together, no problem. It's an option, I guess. I think the whole thing is dumb. I think you'll be okay without your group for like four minutes. If you do have little, if you, what if you have kids? Uh, exceptions can be made for kids. And usually families get to board at a different time anyway. With well, families. If I'm getting on kids. a plane with my girlfriend, I don't want to board and then be like, hey, I'll see you when I see you. I mean, it's dumb. She'll be fine without you. Uh, aware. Aware. Uh, obviously. It's just idiotic. It's Again, I'm trying to do something that's somewhat logical, and I don't think this is it. If you want to board back to front, that makes sense. You want to, again, I, I'll never, you'll never make me understand why you put the first class people on first so everybody can bump into mm-hmm. them on the way back. Not to mention they give you that look like, huh, <laughs> peasant. It is kind of a cluster, though, boarding a plane. It is sometimes, but like, I don't know. 
I fly more than anybody here, and it doesn't bother me that much at all. I don't really have an issue as long as you know people are. The problem is you get a lot of people who haven't flown very much, and that's those are usually the issues. And the getting off is what irritates me. The people getting off the plane. As long as people and do it the right about, way, it's fine. Well, no, they, they, some people that'll put their bag behind them, like a couple rows back, and then when they're boarding, everybody's, and then they got to walk through people to get to their bag that they put way back there, and then come back up, and it's just it's a again it's a mess. you're talking about people who don't fly often or don't know what they're doing. Yeah. But generally, it's not a bad deal. But yeah, I mean, what, the that, what was that the only place that they could put their bag? You know, if they were like the last one on board. Sometimes that is the case, and yeah. I've been in that position. So what do you do? You wait until the whole pat the whole plane comes Maybe off, so, or until where that row is where your bag is. When they're finally getting up, then you walk. You can walk back there without anybody in your way. No, because then people are going to keep moving forward. Though that's the thing. Yeah, people are not. No, because they're trying to get their bags out. Supposedly, right in fr- over their, he- you know, over their head. I don't know. Like, what's another couple minutes? Yeah, just wait until the plane's all yeah. the way gone. You're the last one to get on. You're the last one to get off. Makes sense to me. How are you? I'm great. How about you? I'm fine. What uh, What are y'all doing today? Well, today we're gonna have Pat Bradley on, thanks to Motorsports Authority. Talk a little basketball with him, and uh, we're gonna do some uh, ticket giveaways for Arkansas and Purdue. Why is that? Yeah, it's almost like... Do uh, you have, have some incentive reason. to yeah. help get people in the house? Well, you know, I'm just doing it for the kids. You know, like, uh, it's a great cause, and for the fans, and people that uh, may not be able to go and afford those $15 tickets um, to throw it to their way and get them in the door. So we'll have some ticket giveaways for that. What's your incentive, John? I just want to see a packed-out house at Bud Walton Arena. For what it's, reason, John? Because it would be such a great thing for the program and to be great for recruiting. And, you know, it, it's just it's a great it thing. It has nothing to do with the state. fact that Eric Musselman said if you sell the place out, you have an option of going to their his personal Halloween party or oh, yeah, him yeah, coming yeah. on your show. Sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he said that, and I don't think it's really an option. I would like for you to go. I would like for you to pack it out, and I would like for you to go. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to do my best to pack it out. And if it gets sold out, uh, as much as I would love for him to come on my show, I think the uh, going to the Halloween party is the move, because I can't wait to do that, assuming it gets sold out. What uh, would you dress up as at the party? Uh, I have a couple of options, but maybe Bobby Vitrino. Maybe so. In the neck brace. I don't know. Has that been played out? I feel like it's been played out. I think it's played out. Yeah. May go as the hot dog meme. What are you doing today? Oh, yeah, we're talking uh, with Pat Bradley. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're going to talk with also uh, Andrew Hutchinson because he wrote up the whole thing about the buyouts for all the coaches mm-hmm. and the one with Sam Pittman. And it's really fascinating to see, like, the intricacies of, like, just winning the bowl game last year against Kansas changes the entire buyout system. And it's pretty fascinating to, to read about that and that and for Dan Eno. So we'll talk to him about that as well and do a little uh, basketball talk and uh, also talk about this Purdue game, too. Our question of the day today, Christian, one more time. Who wins the World Series? Rangers or Diamondbacks? Give me the Rangers. That's who I voted for, too. I imagine they're probably overwhelmingly winning, but we'll see. Stay tuned. Out of Bounds coming up next. Back by popular demand. Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is letting you phone in your down payment this month. Instead of trading your old phone for a new phone, trade your old phone towards a car at Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. This month at Guatney, your old phone qualifies as a down payment allowance. Phone stores just want to trade for the newest model. Trade your phone for a new ride, and we'll give you even more value for your older phone. 